Hey, good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, I want to talk about discerning the voices in your head. And no, I'm not talking about you hear voices or, you know, you hear extraterrestrials talking to you or, you know, anything like that. I'm talking about your inner voices, the things you hear in your head or the things you hear in your heart. And mostly what I'm talking about is how you hear Jesus speaking to you, God speaking to you through the word, God speaking to you uh, through your prayers. And, you know, I am reminded of the time we talked about this, I don't know, a few weeks ago about learning that an answer to prayer looks different than you envisioned. But before you can even figure out that answer to prayer, you have to be able to hear. And so sometimes the devil is talking to you. He's being very negative. He's bringing you down. He's telling you, you can't, that it's not possible, that you're not good enough, that you're not brave enough, that nobody's going to buy it. Nobody's going to believe it. Nobody wants you. Yada, yada, yada. Just envision the devil on your shoulder. And then you've got a little angel on your shoulder. And that one might be saying all the other things. Yes, you can. I believe in you, you know. And so one of the voices you hear is going to be the devil. The other voice you're going to hear is going to be yourself. Your, your heart is talking to you. Your head is talking to you. They're, whether they're telling you you can, whether they're telling you you can't, it doesn't matter. But that is, you know, who, who the other voice is. And then the third voice is going to be Jesus talking to you. And you really have to discern when you hear things because, you know, Jesus is not going to say, I don't believe in you. He's not going to say you can't, but he may say, you know, I have something better for you. I have more for you. I have opportunities for you. I have stepping stones for you. And so you really have to be aware of discernment. You have to be aware of learning to recognize the voices you're hearing and how they're impacting your actions, how they're impacting your choices, how they're impacting your day-to-day life, how they're impacting your uh, way of prayer, um, and how that therefore those voices are impacting how you interact with the community. And so I've heard other people say, you know, I don't know how to pray because I don't know how to get God to answer my prayers. Well, first of all, that's not how you pray. Uh, How you pray is for, to have a conversation with God. I don't know if any of you are country music uh, lovers, but there was, you know, a song and I forget who sang it, but, um, you know, it's talking about this guy and his little boy and his little boy says he's going to grow up to be just like him. And, you know, this guy is being a normal person. He's falling short on the daily, you know, he says a bad word or he, loses his temper or he, you know, isn't as gracious when he should be, you know, whatever it is, he's all those things. And his son is watching him and seeing him. And so he's emulating that behavior. And so the guy's really upset, like, Hey, what are you doing? But he's not realizing the boy is literally growing up to be just like him. Well, then the next thing, you know, it's night night time. And 
he tells this little boy to go say his prayers and get in bed. And as he's coming to check on him, he hears the little boy having a prayer time with Jesus. And he says, now, where did you learn to pray, pray like that? And he says, from watching you, dad. And again, you know, you are a light to people, whether you realize it or not. And you know, you can shine as bright or as dim as you want. You know, those flashlights, you know, some of them go real dim and some of them go real bright. Some of them have a narrow pinhole. Some of them have a big, bright shining, uh, and you know, whatever it is, but you need to be able to learn to hear those discerning, those discernments and know who is talking to you and who to answer and who to ignore and who to, you know, encourage and who to be thankful for. And, um, you know, just remember that when you're having this time of prayer, you are speaking to somebody that you, it should be your best friend. It, you know, that conversation with God should be personal. It should be intimate. It should be, you know, thankful. You, you know, you want to, you know, acknowledge how great, grateful you are for all that he has done for you and will continue to do for you. And you want to listen to and be open to his guidance. And when you are doing those things and you're acting in that manner, you will be able to really get down in the nitty gritty and not, you know, um, I call it, you know, fake prayer where it's just not authentic. And when you're not authentic, you're really just going through the motions and, um, you know, you hear it so often people, you know, pray over their supper and it's a real quick one sentence. Thank you for this food. Bless us each and all. Amen. Blah, blah, blah. Well, okay. You're, you did say thank you for the food. So that's a bonus more than not saying anything at all. But you know, that wasn't a, a conversation of gratitude for him having provided this food for you and, for him making that food nourishing to your body. That was, uh, you know, a quickie like, Oh, thanks. You know, but you really kind of disregarded it. And so you didn't give God an opportunity to answer you back and say, I have provided this food because I love you, or I have provided this meal for you because I know that you've been struggling And I wanted to make sure you had what you needed to grow and be strong or, you know, for, you know, moms and women who might be expecting and not even knowing it, he knows it. And so he, you might've been praying this whole time for a baby, but you don't know that that prayer has been answered. But the next thing you know, you know, you're healthy and you're getting nourishing meals and you're getting adequate sleep and you're starting to feel stronger and he's answering that prayer through other means. Uh, in fact, I have a friend and I've known her since she was five years old and I want to say she's 35 now or close to it anyway. So I've known her. Yeah, she's gotta be 35 now. So I have known her since she was five years old and you know, they did not believe they were told by doctors it was not possible for them to conceive naturally. And so, you know, they've moved heaven and earth to have the son they have. And then the next thing you know, because, you know, they're living married life, 
she finds out she's pregnant and it's a true miracle because again, medical professionals had told them this could not happen. And so even though she believed it was impossible, even though doctors told her it was impossible, her heart was still praying for this and God heard her and provided for her this opportunity to be a mother again. And again, you know, you have to be able to listen. She could have focused on the devil telling her, nope, you're never going to get pregnant. You're never having babies. And she could have given up all hope and she wouldn't have the blessings that she has right now. Or she could have, you know, been doubting herself that she was not able or capable to be the fantastic mother she is and therefore not really made her best effort to be all that she could be. But as it is, she listened to another voice, the third voice, and she believed it was possible. She believed she could have this. And in her heart of hearts, she knew he, their son, was waiting for her. And it just had to be the right time. And all the stars aligned and it, it happened. And she had always desired to be a boy mom. And, you know, it's a miracle. You get what you get. But she's getting two boys. And again, you know, that's an answer to a prayer. She wasn't even really consciously praying, but in her heart she was. And so she is choosing to listen to other people. She's choosing to listen to, you know, uh, better voices. She's choosing to believe that it's possible to have things that she didn't know was possible. And so when you're listening to these voices and you're discerning if, it's the devil, if it's your own negativity, or if it's God speaking to you, you really need to be listening from the perspective of, would God speak to you like that? And the answer is no, he would not be negative with you. No, he would not talk down to you. No, he would not squash your dreams. So that is not God saying, no, no, no. But would God be an encouragement to you? Would God say, look over here, what I have for you. Look at this opportunity that I'm providing for you. And, you know, you never know what's coming next. And would you be willing to go on faith and take this opportunity? That is how he speaks to you. So when you're trying to figure out how to to discern who is talking to you and what to believe and what actions to take. You first need to know where that person who's talking to you is coming from and do they have your best interests in mind? And so if, you know, it's all negative and self doubt and, you know, squashing of your dreams, then that voice does not have your best interests at heart. So you don't want to listen to that one. If it's full of questions and insecurities and anxiousness and worry, again, that voice has hopes, but still doesn't quite believe that's yourself talking to you. But if the voice is saying, I believe in you, I I know you can do this and follow me, I'll show you the way, even if it's a different route than you envisioned, that is God talking to you. And he's saying, Listen, I know what I have for you. Believe in me and I will show you the way. And so whether that is getting pregnant, a new job, whether you should start a new venture, uh, whether you should, 
marry this person, whether you should start taking this different medication, whether you're battling cancer, whatever it is, learn discernment and learn to listen to the right voice and go according to those actions, not according to your own. Because again, if we knew what God knew, we'd do what God does, but we don't know what he knows. So we're not doing what he does. And when we're doing it our own way, we're kind of circumventing all that he could be doing for us and really shooting ourselves in the foot. We've done ourselves no favor trying to control the outcome to something that is better handled by the Almighty, is better handled by the expert, is better handled, handled by the person who knows the big picture because we are so focused on whatever it is we want. Our tunnel vision is so severe that we really cannot see all of the things. And so when you're hearing all these things, all these voices, all this doubt, all this discouragement, all this insecurity, this anxiousness, it's muddying up the waters for you. You really are so focused on those things. You're not hearing opportunity. You're not hearing uh, stepping stones. You're not hearing follow me. You're not hearing I know. You're not hearing the right voice. So that's what we want to talk about this week. You know, share on Facebook times that you have listened to the right voice in your head or the wrong voice and how that impacted you and, you know, what what you needed to do to right your ship and start things over and really, you know, learn to go on faith in a different way because it's easy for us to believe in ourselves because we know us. Even if we're doubting ourselves, we know us, but it's harder for us to believe in that which we don't see. It's not a tangible thing in our hand that we can hold, but you cannot deny that all the blessings that happen in this world and all the blessings that happen in your life, i.e. my friend with the miracle pregnancy with another boy, that's a blessing that, you know, she couldn't have created if she wanted to, even if they had gone through the medical miracles to get the second baby that they had to go to get the first baby. There's no guarantee she'd have gotten that son, but he knew. Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one, everybody.